Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. welcome to the Bowels of Spiky Balls Studios. Woo. We're live from the Dutch Hall. Here's your host. He's your two-time President's Club Award winner. It's Pete Van Dyke, folks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm Pete Van Dyke, your host. We are Canada's only late-night talk show and the greatest podcast ever gets started in Bullshit in Pine Grove, Ontario. I tell you that, bar none, because of these guys right here, the greatest band in Canadian late-night history, the Nocturnal Emissions. Comprised this week on lead and vocals, Paul Etche, everybody. In the corner, also on vocals and tickling the skins, that's Kev Belanger, the French tickler, everybody. On bass, we're giving Wes the week off. He's back after watching all that Wheel of Fortune. Brandon McIntosh is here. And in the corner, they're also on vocals. And uh, associate lead guitar, I'll say. Steve, the reluctant German, everybody. Hey. And the announcer that, it's, that uh, gave me such a fine introduction. That guy you might not recognize. He hasn't been on the show very much in a while. That's my brother, Paul Van Dyke there. Hello, folks. <laughs> and I'm your host, Pete, but there's only one way to get this show started, and that's to get me to ask you guys nicely to stop playing this song. Hey, I forgot to tell you guys, it's a very, uh, part of the hype should have been the big uh, draw, the big prize, you know? I should be leading into this. I'm the worst salesman for Wes's 50-50 draw. This is a big deal. He did it despite our helping him. He, he, he made this a good draw. He asked me for help. I said I was gonna do it on the show and I promote it and all that. I forget every week because I forget everything. Steve, yeah. your job on this show, I'm telling you at the beginning of the show, because I want someone else to be accountable when I fail this time. Sure. The show is called what is it called? It's uh, climate change. The Dutch Hall addresses climate change. Right. So I should make a commitment right off the top of this show that we, on behalf of Dutch Hall, are going to address the universe climate change. Right? right. Okay. We're going to give our stance on climate change on this episode. This is what I promised the listeners, right? Yeah. Steve, can you make me stick to task enough that I eventually at least address something to do with the environment All right, I on the that. show. No problem. And you also uh, wanted me to throw in flat earth. <laughs> Am I right? For sure. So let's just throw in flat earth. If you, if you keep me on track to go something about the environment and something about the earth being flat, I'll okay. say we talked about climate change. Okay. Okay? Perfect. And the other thing is Wes's draw, <laughs> right? The 50-50 draw. Yeah. It's today. It's a big deal. Can't There's wait. people that are maybe even uh, in this room could win. I'm gonna in win. fact, Paul, I'm surprised <laughs> you're still here. Usually you just do the announcement and you run right away, right? <laughs> are you sticking around for this draw? Yeah, hopefully you don't drag it out till the end. I got to all your shit. No, I just wanted to, I'm going to drag it out long enough to ask you about your new strategy about this program, right? I want to. I think you've drawn a line in the sand recently. <laughs> Is that right? <clears throat> you usually will come here at a certain time in the Dutch Hall. You'll come on a Thursday. Every once in a while, you got something going on in your life, right? Yeah. But uh, most of the time, you show up, and uh, you're here early, and then uh, before Charters ever shows his pretty face, you're long gone, right? Because uh, it, you're you're not going to wait for that diva. You're you want to get on with the show, right? Yeah. You're like, uh, you will give us your, uh, your uh, gift that is yourself, your personality that the listeners at home and the people that watch on YouTube have grown to love Paul Van Dyke on this show. Yes. And uh, you just give them the announcement and then f uh, go fuck yourself to the fans is what you say, right? Yeah, it's too late. So what could, it, what could we do? To get you to stay at the end of the show, start earlier? Would that work? Oh, yeah, let's start at 8. Start at 8, okay. Then I can be in bed by 10. Start the program at 8? Yeah. Where we're recording at 8? So then the band has to practice at, so at 7, 6.30? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's easy for me to say I don't do nothing. 
Right, you show up here and do that announcement, and these people toiled. You see, when, they, when you guys came in here, none of you guys even heard of that song. I said to you, please learn that song. You have 15 minutes, and let's go. Go. Tap, and tap. what they did was that. Yeah. was all right. <laughs> Pull it off. Pull it off. <laughs> you know what's great is, like, Charters isn't here. Yeah, that is great. And, uh, Dave Charters, have never, never you never met him. Right. Been on this show four times. Never been on once. Never been on. <laughs> Usually, I like to get you on when Dave's not here because it makes Dave like just ashamed of himself. As he did. Yeah, that he's that he's even in the nocturnal emissions. You know, because last week what he did was he made this whole deal and Shazma, to his credit. Oh, oh. sorry. That's all right. Wow. No, I was. I'm sticking to it. I got distracted by my. There's something shiny happening in a phone drop. <laughs> um, now, uh, to his credit, Charters comes out. He has a gall to talk to our director, who's got enough stuff on his plate. He's got to direct this show. He's got a vision of his own. He's trying to tell his story that back there in the booth. Charters goes up to him before the show and says to him, I'm going to do a walkout. These are the things that, uh, that I want you to shoot, right? And I wanted me, me to look like a superstar coming in and all this shit. Shazma, I don't, I've never, I haven't heard this from Shazma. This is, this is what Charis told me. So I, this is what he says happened. He goes, uh, uh, Shazma says, you do your thing and I'll do mine, right? <laughs> and uh, then I didn't, when I'm watching the monitor for that show, I don't see uh, him do it at all, which was the funniest thing ever, that Charis had this whole thing cooked up just to make himself look like some sort of a superstar. Diva, I think is the word. Yeah, and he was like, he, it actually, it made, it, like, Shazma gave him exactly the credit that he deserved, like, which was none, you know? It made, it made him, his idea was dumb, and he was not the focus of the band. The rest of the band was way better than him, didn't you think? For sure. He, like, you guys put up with him every week, right, Steve? Every fucking week, yeah. But you let him stay, why? Because he was the first one? Yeah, he wrote some of the stuff we do. No. He did? Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. But <laughs> he hasn't done that in a long time. No. Uh, his last creation was the, uh, the Clean Flow theme song. Oh, yeah, that's mailed in at best. Yeah, that's what he came up with. Goodness yeah. gracious. We're lucky today they still sponsor us after that fiasco. <laughs> the Clean Flow fiasco. Anyways, I, uh, I think that's enough about him. You know, yeah, we've punished guy. him enough. He knows just by having Paul here this week, he knows uh, how easily replaced he is <laughs> and uh, improved, really, yeah. upon. Yeah. So those are the, that's his punishment. Now, Michael Bow, hmm. this is another thing. He said to me one time, I remember him looking at me dead in the eyes, and he said to me, I'll never miss two weeks in a row, Pete. Never will I miss two weeks in a row. Well, I got to tell you, Michael Bow. Where's the camera that's on me, this one? I'm looking right at you, Mike. You better have a good goddamn reason why you're not here tonight. I'll tell you that right now. You will answer to it next week. I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee when he's here yeah. next week. You will answer to it. What do you think, Paul? Was I too hard on him? Nope. <laughs> better be big news. I'm saying big news. Big news. If it's not big news, you're fired. Ooh. Yeah. Is that too much? That's risky. I'm going out, I'm saying, Michael Bow, you heard it from me first. You, took, you made me a solemn promise you wouldn't miss two weeks in a row. If it's not a good reason, you're off the show. That's all I'm saying. You got to reap the world. A note and... from your mom? A note from his mom would help. <laughs> <laughs> if Aunt, if Aunt no Fran me. says to me that Michael had something big going on and he had... Uh, then I would excuse that. Okay. Good. And Fran knows how important the show is. <laughs> you know that. You know, uh, the other thing that is conspicuously missing here at the, uh, uh, in the band, you'll notice, is uh, Wes. Oh, yeah. Wes Hagens, you know. And we said it's his big draw, but then you see that he's not playing his uh, guitar. And the reason is, is because uh, he's my favorite. <laughs> and I like to give him some time to rest once in a while. And uh, today I said, Brandon, stretch it out, man. I wanted you to feel the bass. I wanted you to feel what it's like to be Wes Hagens. 
Yeah? I like it. It felt good? I like feeling like Wes. It's powerful. (laughs) It is, right? You can say so much without saying a word at all when when you live. Yeah. Like Wes. Doesn't work the same with me. No? It's creepier. Just (laughs) just a stare that says too much he needed to know. I don't know. (laughs) You know what? What? Let's do this goddamn draw. Oh, All right. Boy. We don't have a jingle for the draw. 50 50. <laughs> okay, we can there you do go. That, uh, uh, Before we do this draw, we need to call up the groom to be who cooked up this whole scheme with his uh, fiance, Alicia. Money, money. 50 Whiskey, Wes Hagens. Come have a seat on the couch, Wes. Oh, boo. 50 50. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, Wes, you know you're my favorite. Yes. And you know that you I would very clear. And you know that I would never, uh, on purpose, forget to promote your show like 90% of the weeks that you asked me to do it, and nope, that was it's accidental. Totally but you still forgiven. managed to collect enough uh, dough through this 50/50 thing, to, so that the winner tonight, you know, what the what will the winner take home tonight? Fourteen hundred and fifty-two dollars and fifty cents. Fifty-fifty. Wow, F- one thousand four hundred and fifty-two and fifty cents. You got it. And Paul brought how many tickets today? Uh, twenty. Twenty tickets. Hundred dollars worth. Hundred dollars worth. I we bought one bill. ticket. One yep. ticket. And uh, I, if I win, well, Paul says if he wins, he's going to your wedding. That's what he says, yes. And uh, I've heard that before, though. And I think... <laughs> I think that... But this, this is like... This will put a big chunk of the trip... Absolutely. ...under your I think belt. that pays for one. I think that whoever wins this... You know, usually when you get a 50-50 from a wedding, you just donate it back to the bride and groom, right? Yep. Yep. That's if what, Paul comes, that's like giving it back to us, though. Yeah, but what if, uh, I, may, what if I say anybody who wins this should just go to your wedding? Nah. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. You would be pickier at the beginning on who you sold tickets to. Right? I might have filtered it a little bit. Yeah, you would. No, everybody's good. It'd be a smaller part. Everybody's good. Oh, come on. You must have got one <laughs> ticket. What if some good dude just like sees you selling a ticket and he's just, and you don't know There him? is one. There is one, I will say. A one wild card, you don't know who it is? No, I know who exactly who it is. Oh, and you don't yeah, want him on your trip? Of it. Okay. I, yeah. But Ooh, I like that too because now there's people out there who, if somebody is listening to this for the 50-50 winner, 50/50. they now 50/50. think I could win. I'm going to hear right on the show and was Wes just talking about me? That's what I think is really I like cool. like to keep them in suspense. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right, so how should we do this? Is Alicia going to be doing the draw here? <coughs> well, you got to at least reach your hand in. 50-50. No. no? Shake it then. Oh, it's too. Oh, you want a third party? Someone that's unbiased? Because I'm biased. I have a ticket on yeah. the line. I'll just read mine out. 0969. 0969. Oh, I do know your number. Yeah, because when I told you, I remember I did the eyebrow thing? Yeah, you did. I was like, 0969. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I don't know what that means. Ew. Is your Kev there to do a drum roll? No. There it oh, is. There we go. And the winning number of 1,000. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. Ticket 127. Sweet, sweet Kelly. Oh. What? Sweet, sweet Kelly won the draw? Sweet, sweet Kelly. That is unbelievable. Well, congratulations to sweet, sweet Kelly. Kelly Bow. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, this it's is great. Van Decker a bow. Amazing. But that is the actually, Oscar, this is her lucky good. day. I think it this is pretty, really their lucky pretty, day. Pretty good day. You know? Yeah. Congrats, guys. Well, there we go. Everybody, yeah. thank you very much for helping make this success for yes. Wes and Alicia. And thank before you, you go, much. Wes, before you go, I don't yes. want you to run away. You're welcome to stay all night. You're welcome to walk around, have beers, and uh, or just not. You know, you can abstain. Total freedom in the church, you know. Okay. This show is your <laughs> night to enjoy it. Usually you're slaving away there on the base, eh? Sitting yeah. like Brandon. Look at him there. He's yep. getting tensed up. 
He's getting some cramps in his shoulders. He's holding that thing. He's he's uh, wondering if he's looking cool. Like that's not easy to do for a whole hour. No, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, enjoy yourself. Just go and stretch your legs. This is show is supposed to be about the, about, be about the environment, you know? And uh, you guys are flying to uh, Jamaica to get married, eh? Yep. And a uh, whole bunch of chemtrails. Yeah. Like our carbon footprint wait. of this trip, Steve's <laughs> going on it, right? Mm -hmm. Steve, you're going on it. Oh, yeah. I'm going on it, and uh, you guys are going on it. We're all like in an environmental hell, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. You will? Absolutely. I love it. It doesn't matter because it's warm, it's nice. Fucking care. All you can eat, all you can drink. You have to. Do you can go in. You can get married. You can leave. Yeah. You know. We're not going to change anything. No. No. I don't think so. The, if if uh, you know what uh, Coldplay said. No, I don't listen to Coldplay. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what Coldplay said. They said they were going to do a world tour, and then they thought, Nah, we're not going to do it because we do more harm than good. That sounds like something you too would say. Yeah, but they're both right. If they if they stay home, if they leave and tour, they will do more harm than I good. I agree. Not, <laughs> not so much to the environment, though. Well, yeah, that girl, that little uppity girl from uh, Sweden. What's her name? Greta. Greta. Is she from Sweden? She is yeah. from Sweden. She is? Yeah. Greta comes sailing over in a ship or something, right? Like a pirate? And uh, that's okay for the environment. Right? Because you're sailing on a ship. It was solar powered. So they say, yes. Solar powered, made from psyllium. Have you heard? Finite resource. <laughs> that's, that's environmentally friendly. Huh? Have you heard the conspiracy theory? Did you read about this? No. Oh. They found a picture of Greta Thunberg from 1898. She's in a, did you see this? She's a pioneer girl. Really? Yeah. And she's with her little brothers. And it looks like it's the splitting image of her. She has one of those, those faces that look like she just got off a ship yep. in the 30s, you know? <laughs> she has one of those square yep. faces that they don't smile, Greta. You know, it's a picture that this, the, the camera will take your soul, you know? <laughs> and she's looking into the camera like, oh, they will take my soul? I will go in a ship and make everyone feel guilty. <laughs> Fuck off, Greta, you know? <laughs> like, did anyone say that? Fuck off to this little kid? Like, I think it's a kid, right? I think. Must be a really rich kid to get a boat to sail across the ocean, you know, just to say your opinion. I have an opinion. I would just, like, put it on, like, Facebook or Twitter or something. Yeah, you'd think that's, that's about nice it. easy. That's a, that's a net neutral carbon footprint. Right? Yeah. Versus a, go, taking a boat across, right? Yeah. Greta. <laughs> I bet you my brother Paul's carbon footprint is less than Greta, Greta's foot, carbon footprint because he's never gone anywhere. No, you went to Panama. No, Paul gets around a bit. I shouldn't say that. Paul gets around a bit. There's a lot of people in Delhi don't leave Delhi, eh? They've yeah. only seen Delhi forever. That'd be weird, eh? You know that it's, yes. that it's a lot different everywhere else. It's weird here, as it turns out. Yeah, a lot of people don't get out of their pajamas in Delhi. <laughs> no. No, anymore uh, at all, anywhere. I see people just wear pajamas all the yeah. time. Their scooters only go so far before they die. Yeah, they all, so yeah. We have I, knew, I knew an old man who spent his entire life in Hawtree. No. Entire life, never left Hawtree? Never left Hawtree. My goodness. Oh, yep. That is rough. Probably dead now. I haven't seen him in 20 years. 60 done. You think they buried him in Hawtree? <laughs> I'd bury that. So. I'd, I'd, so I'd bury that fucker in Otterville <laughs> just to teach him. So you son of a bitch, we're going to go ahead and take you on a trip. Uh. Or, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd weekend at Bernie's in around Norfolk County. You'd have a great time. <laughs> uh, you do ever. Uh, so anyway, sorry, Wes. You don't feel any guilt that you're ruining the environment because nope, I feel it. a little bit of guilt. And like, I, I, I'm not going to tell you my crime, but I, I may have committed a crime. I don't know. I, it wasn't me. It was just some other dude. Who are you talking about? Me? It's not me. Anyways, this person I heard about. He had to get rid of a ceiling, right? So he had all this <laughs> ceiling tile, right? And he's like, what do I do with it? And then I'm like, or then this guy's like, uh, hey, you can uh, get a bin from like a you know, disposal yard or whatever. You got to pay rent. And then they yeah. charge you for how much the stuff weighs, you know? Not cheap. 
Or you just gotta find a buddy with a lot of property that nobody can see burning a big pile of ceiling stuff, right? And it just goes away. Yeah, it's right? cold outside. We need heat. Yeah. You can cook I hot dogs on it. Bad, I would not eat the hot no, dogs. Tell your friend not to feel bad. Right. That's cold bad outside. though, right? That's a that's environmentally bad for sure, right? Is it? I don't know. Some may say. If it was a, if it was asbestos, it wouldn't have burned, so it couldn't be that bad. No, it wasn't right. asbestos. There it was go. just a simple cork material, the guy said. Perfect. Right? I tell your friend you're all right. It's He's okay. all right. Now, if you, let's say, you bought this house, Paul. Mm -hmm. Now, I should, I should say, you, do you, as I said, both you guys, uh, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. If you, if you uh, want to go walk, walk out at any time, just leave. If you want to sit, go ahead. If you want me to get you a drink, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll find a way to get you a drink. You know? All right. It's yeah, your okay. night. Are you happy who won? Yeah, I'm excited for them. You think you're going to make them come? <laughs> Might help speed things up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? When's the wedding? When's the wedding date? When's the wedding? February 11th. The 11th is the actual date? Yeah. And then uh, is that right in the middle of the week? Yeah, it's on a Tuesday at 11 in the morning. Really? Yeah. So then everybody's free to drink afterwards. That is the best. That is like... The wedding's over with at the beginning of your day. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole day you just get to party because the reception is the best part of a wedding. Yeah. So breakfast and like probably a ten-minute ceremony and then party. Oh, that's great. Twelve hours or whatever. Wow. Come on. <laughs> eh, Fifteen. Round vacation. <laughs> you think? Uh, you think you would ever fall asleep on a beach and just like not go back to your room? I think it's. Good possibility, yeah. You've done? Have you ever done it before? I have not done it, but uh, last time I fell asleep at uh, seven for a quick nap and woke up at seven the following morning. <laughs> a 24-hour sleep? No, no, no. No. I fell asleep at 7 p.m. Oh yeah. After yeah. a real fancy drunken dinner. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> went for a quick nap before the disco. Yeah. Woke up at <clears throat> breakfast time. That's the thing about those places, hours. you're out in the sun all day, you're boozing from like breakfast on, and then all of a sudden, uh, it's like after supper, you're just beat, you just go right to sleep. Because yep. you know what, the entertainment they have normally, I don't know what this place is going to be like, but I've been in enough of these places in my life because I'm old, they are, it's always shit. Yeah, they got a good Michael Jackson show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they'll have one of those like black, black uh, puppet things. You know, like black light puppet shows? Uh, you ever heard of that? So. No. no. They don't have any of that? We wrote a circus. Does the circus come in? No. no. They had a reggae band and a steel drum band a different night. Michael Jackson, I think, was two yeah. nights. Synchronized swimming. Uh, swim, a pool show? Oh, the synchronized swimming was dynamite. Yeah, synchronized swimming? Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. Actually, I don't mind it. The, the circus one was really good. I saw that one at a resort one time. And they had one of these guys that was like, could put his legs over his head and like, and, and like walk around like a crab and stuff like that. Like he was a contortionist, you know? Put his head right underneath his legs or whatever. Like just fucked up, you know? Sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. But I love that shit. It's like, <laughs> that is like, uh, like freak show stuff. You're not, allowed, you're not allowed to have freak shows anymore, you know? No. But if, if, I, if they had one, I'd pay to go see it. Yeah. Because sure. I'm curious. You know, I'm like, what kinds of, uh, of things will I see that I've never seen before in my life? I'm curious, you know. I think they should still have them and just not call them freak shows. To, so call them some. Well, they do. They call now. They're called um, uh, was it Instagram po or accounts or something? People of Walmart. Huh? People <laughs> of Walmart. Yeah, the TLC channel. Yeah, <laughs> everything's pretty much that now. <laughs> It's the world of that now. Anyways, have we talked about the environment, Steve? Uh, no. Not quite. Minimally. A little bit. Now, you, you think... Uh, <laughs> okay. I want to say, like, Wes, Wes you're like a, you're like a, a Del High guy, right? Yep. Born and raised. And how old are you? 36. So in his 30s, right? Yep. Steve, you are a London, London guy, so a city, born in like a mid-sized city, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you are in your 40s. 44. 44. And uh, you would have probably a different perspective on environmental issues than, say, uh, someone like Wes, right? Okay, yeah. Would you say that? 
Brandon, you're also you're about the same as Wes, right? What? Small town and yeah, uh, I grew up in the small town. Same kind of age, right? No, yeah, yeah, you're the same kind of age. And then uh, so you're probably more similar, you'd think, right? But who knows? And who knows? and then you got Kevin. He's in his twenties. Kevin might have a higher vested interest in the environment than, say, an old <clears throat> chunk of, of uh, rock like myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but maybe not. We should find out from Kevin. <laughs> and Paul, you are the same as, as Steve and me and all that, right? Yeah. Did you grow up on a farm? I grew up on a farm, yes, sir. No, that's a different pickle in the whole thing, growing up on a farm. Growing off the land. Yeah, because farmers generally hate environmental things, right? Yep. Which is weird. Counterintuitive, yeah. Yeah, which is weird because you think they would be really for it, but they're actually against it. Vorlex by the barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and every time I, we would do something questionable on the farm, I would be like, say to my dad, like, I don't think we should be doing this. This is kind of bad, you know? And he'd be like, I remember when me and my dad would dump DDT in the bush, you know? <laughs> dump DDT in the bush. We but. found we found DDT in La Salette on a farm we uh, we acquired. Yeah. And we had to call the ministry. It was like they had to fucking square it off, and it was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. There's a. The 90s. Imagine now. The 90s. Yeah, but back in those days, people would argue like, "Don't take away my DDT," you know, yeah. when they try to change the rules. Yeah. And like, it's the same thing with some of the, a lot of the shit that they're using now. You get hooked on it because it makes you do your job quicker and easier, but it doesn't really if it's hurting people, you shouldn't do it. That's what I think. Thanks, Paulie. But that's a controversial thing. I've been out of agriculture for like so long. I don't know if that's how times have changed. We know more things, or if it's just I've I'm like further from the source now. So I I feel like uh, like I I care like I I don't uh, now that I don't have as vested interest in agriculture. Mm -hmm. Then now I uh, just I, I see the the other side of it more clearly or something, you know? I don't think you're gonna change the mind of the farmer. No, the, the day he dies. Well, you know what the farmer would always answer to is the public. If the public, uh, if, the, if the consumer changed, like I always think about ch eggs, you know, like chickens. Mm -hmm. they, um, I remember one time they were saying how in England they want only, they'll only buy free range eggs, you know? They only buy, no, no, not free range, cage free eggs, right? Same so, thing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you can't have a, a chicken in a cage, right? So this, right. they would just have these chickens walk around, just lay eggs wherever, and some, somehow they'd funnel them into this collection thing or whatever. Mm. That's okay, but the chickens don't shit on top of each other and all that stuff, right? right. So the, they, there was a big campaign in England, and they said, no more egg, uh, chickens in cages, right? And the farmers said, this is crazy. It's going to be so cost ineffective, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, no one bought the other eggs, Right? No one bought the ones that were like, we torture our chicken eggs, you know, that right. one. Uh, and then the people are like, well, if I have, if I'm still torturing my chickens and no one's buying my stuff, I might as well stop torturing my chickens and then they'll buy my stuff, you know? That, that they'll answer to. That makes sense. And also the other way of looking at it is free range eggs, you don't have the added expense of building a barn, right? That's expensive. No, they're still in a barn. Oh. Yeah, they don't want to. I'm picturing them in the meadow in the highlands. <laughs> no, no, that's what they should be. That's a dream, right? Yeah, yeah. I wish that too. I want to have like a hundred acre tobacco farm that I would just have a hundred acres of ranch and hogs. You know, you just have pigs running free, hundred acres running the bush. Just make them. You watch their fur come in the winter time, and you know, watch them be pigs. Right. And then when you want some pig in your freezer, you just have to go out in your like hundred acres you got fenced in, hunt a pig and eat it's gonna it. Be tough. It's gonna be tough pork though. Uh, Pete. You know what? It'll be tough pork, but I'll be tough too because I'm I'm ranching pigs. It's <laughs> my fucking life now. Yeah, boar. right. Boar. I'll eat boar. I'll right. eat the shit out of boar. I don't know. I bet you if it's tough, I'll cook it slow and low. Yep. Fuck that it. Is the tempo. Right? Yeah. Guy Fieri, that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, we should, before we get too deep into our conversation, now that we know we're all, all our perspectives, I wanted to get the perspectives down, because we're different. It's a bit of a swath from the 20s to the 40s. We've got about 20 years difference. Different stories of demographics, maybe philosophies. Uh, 
Uh, even some farmer kids, me and uh, Paul here, who are t- probably going to be the worst, right? We'll see. Would you, uh, would, would you, let's say you tore down an old shed yep. in your backyard, uh, and uh, would you just light it on fire? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I say, too. <laughs> With the stuff in it, or are you going to take all the stuff out? Like... What, what are we burning here? Okay, this is, a real, this is a real scenario. Though. I'll give you a real one. Okay. If you bought a house and there's a shed in the backyard and there's all sorts of mystery jugs of chemicals <laughs> and then you were having a, a bonfire outside and having a few drinks or whatever, right. would you take all those bottles and just throw them on the fire to see what happens? Weirdly, so Paul that was on the farm, absolutely, burn it up. Yeah, yeah. Fucking drink around it, whatever. Roll yeah. Marshmallows. 40-year-old Paul? Uh, yeah, it's I, different. Maybe I, maybe, I, maybe I take the stuff out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Find out what you're doing, what yeah. you're breathing in. Yeah. I think I've evolved as I've uh, gotten older. And Kevin, would you? Would you? I'd, like, take every nail out and, yeah. like, piece by piece <laughs> and make it nice and put that pile there, that pile there. Would you burn, the, would you burn no, the liquids no. in a bonfire? No. No? no. One was acetate. I was like, would acetate burn? I don't know. We'll find out. Fuck yes, it will. Or, or whoever did that. <laughs> but I did that, I yeah. try... I Would you try. burn a pool table? Would you burn a pool table? Is that environmentally unfriendly? Most of my environmental Depends crimes are burning things. What? Depends on the materials. Like, if uh, something's, like, heavily varnished or stained, I won't. No? But then I'll solder all day, right? And just pollute lead into the... Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. That's the thing. So we all have our vices. patches, right? Yeah. What? You spilled your drink. Who? Drink down. Well, that's a. You have a microphone in front of you. (laughs) That's the second one. I'm trying not to give these guys any sort of. I'm drinking bitch pops. I should have a chalice (laughs) like a fucking guy who owns a church. Yeah. I should have. I should. You know. What I've done is like. But if I if I drink if I pour my own drinks I pour stiff drinks and then I end up fucking my whole Friday up. And I don't want to do that, so I'm drinking bitch pop. I brought German beer and. No, that's, that's Dutch, beer. man. Is it? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Grosch. Yeah, it's a great beer. Grosch. Hey. Eh? Sounds German. It better be Dutch. Holland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Grosch, one for me. The Germans owned him at one point. <laughs> mm, technically. <laughs> it was a brief period of time. It was a brief period of time. <laughs> and then the Canadians, we fixed it, right? Yep. That's why they love Canada. Anyways, I, I got to get on to feedback. We got feedback. We got, we got feedback. feedback. It's feedback. Oh. Motherfucking feedback. All right. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. They're not really our friends. But if you want us to do your shopping there and you go to livefromthedutchhall.com and then click on our banners, you can then do your shopping and some of that money will come help us uh, make the show better. And let's uh, have a shout out to Clean Flow. Thank you for your support, <laughs> Clean Flow. Best lubes in the business, eh? Best lubes the best. in the business. And. Um, so last week, we had, uh, a, I thought, it was a cerebral show. <laughs> you know, what we were doing was an expose, really a parody of sorts, on the Wheel of Fortune show. What we did was we showed it for what it was. It was just a whole lot of clapping, way too much clapping, right? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, what we did was we punished our listening audience by making them listen to an hour and 20 minutes of clapping, right? And uh, we drove the point home so heavily that it was almost like torture for most of our people who have supported us for some time. And uh, so feedback was tough tough last week. But we did get one positive piece last week, hey. and I'd like to share that one with you. It's from a, a multiple-time listener of the week, Kevin Van Dungeon. And Kev says this. He sends it to us at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. He entitles it Dave. He says, gentlemen, great shows. I want to mention that Dave 
is the Guy Fieri of cookie eating. His reviews and love of the experience of Susan B's cookie masterpieces are fascinating. That is all. Kevin. Kevin, what you hit on is a a great point. We've all kind of just let Dave do his thing, and week after week, have you noticed, Wes, that it's week after week Dave's gotten progressively more into the cookie? Oh, yeah, it's really awkward. Like it's, um, like it's something like he's finding some sort of comfort that he's lacking in his life through these cookies, right? Yeah, I think pretty soon you're going to have to start pixelating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Fucking <laughs> gross. Yeah, that's a good point. He is going to fuck a cookie. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, is what I think we all know that's where this whole thing's going is Dave, Susan. Please make sure they're cool. If that ever happens, I'm not going to give you back the same <laughs> container. I'll buy a new one. I promise. Anyways, we should. That leads us nicely into our best sponsor of all sponsors, our cookie sponsor, Susan B. Anyone feel like singing? Did I spill it again? Oh, good. I want to eat your cookie, Susie. Susie. What have you made for me this week, Susie? That's enough of it, eh? All right. So this week, she says, hi, guys. Back to the basics this week with some peanut butter cookies. I think you were due, Pete. Yes, you know what? I was due. I was over, not overdue. Perfect timing, Susan. I was just thinking today. I did add a little Christmas cheer to some. Enjoy and have a fantastic show. Heart, Susan B. Uh, You want to do the creepy bang the cookie thing that Dave does? Or just eat one like a normal person? I think I'll eat one like a normal person. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be like Dave. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Do, do. I'm gonna have this one of the stars on it. Oh. Boom. All right. That's it for feedback. We got feedback this week. Mmm. Oh. I pass these cookies around. You guys gotta stop playing and eat those cookies. They're so good. Classic peanut butter. Mm-hmm. She that one's got like a little, a little turd Christmas tree kind of thing, like with chocolate. Looks like she turned a Hershey's kiss into a Christmas tree. Ah. Yeah, we're good. Nice. Yeah. It's ornate. Look at that. that is, she took some time. There's like an areola and a nipple, like a great big <laughs> one, right? Do you think that too? Yeah, I thought it might look like a... I wouldn't eat it like that if it was an area on a nipple. I would do it from the nipple first. Nipple I would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, you, what you are is a seductress, Paul. You got to work from the outside in. You go outside in. You, gotta go inside you in. make her want some more. You know, you make... You Sometimes leave. you don't even go to the center. I, got, I go right for the center. Sometimes you get up and take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Before you ever hit the center. You're like, you're never getting the center tonight. That's right. You fucking nipple tease at Jay. I am a nipple tease. <laughs> he is a nipple tease. My goodness. That is a guy. These are, good These good. are so good. Let's, mm. just take a, let's just take a break where we all just chew cookies and talk about it. <laughs> Jordan's a new Dave, maybe. Did you smell it before you ate it? No. You have to. Smell it now. It. Is it too late? Smell it now. <laughs> does it do the same thing to you as what Charters does? No, it doesn't. Only Charters. It's weird, though, eh? You're not, um, you've never seen it, have you? Have you seen Charters on YouTube or anything like that? Like, try to make out with a cookie? I don't fucking know that guy, man. I met him, like, once. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should uh, put a compilation together of Charters with his cookies, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But let's give him a few more tries if he comes back. (laughs) That's right. I know him by lore alone. Just the lore of of Charters. Yeah. His puppet's here. Well, I'll tell you something. Paul, when you meet him... You will be disappointed. Well, I met him at, uh, I had a drunken evening with him at Bushstock. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? It was fucking night Bushstock. of my life. Oh, no, you weren't with Charters. Oh. You were with Chambers. 
Oh my, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Bushstock <laughs> Chambers was there, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, Chambers. Yeah. Chambers. Chambers yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Chambers is awesome. Charles is a cock. <laughs> I have such fond memories. Yeah, Ch- Chambers is great. Huh. Oh yeah, I've gone on vacations with Chambers, and he's a, he's a he's a hell of a good time. But Charters, no, no. The guy that married my cousin? Terrible. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, you've been in a band with them for like, like five years or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing it in. Haven't you been able well, to? Two and a half, because he only shows up half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that? That was good. That was good. That's a dig that he deserved, my friend. He deserved it. What? <laughs> All right, I got a couple more questions for you guys on the environment, and then we'll stop the show, okay? All right. Because Steve says the last one was too long, and he had to stuff through all that uh, footage, and he thought that that was uh, terrible. I'm like, Steve, maybe you should learn to enjoy the art of clapping, because Teddy Clapson came down, and if he tossed nothing, he tossed to... Brandon, you missed it last week. Yeah. I know, I heard all about it. It sounds inspiring. Yeah, you had, um, we asked you to watch all those episodes of Wheel of Fortune, and then you... It was torture. Are you feeling better now? I don't know now? how anyone could clap that long. Well. It's, a, it's impossible, really. We, I got to tell you, we did not mean to clap for an hour and 20. <laughs> no. We, that wasn't the intention. We got wrapped up in the excitement of what Teddy brought to the show. And I don't think that the... If you were in the room, it was electric. You could not, you could just feel the electricity when the clapping started and the way that we were inspired. And I don't know, I think he taught us how to do it better. I don't know, I just felt like I was doing the best clapping of my life. And then um, I think everyone felt in the room. And then, uh, so in the room, it was awesome. On the podcast uh, that people listen to, I'm not sure if it translated. Do you think so? Do you ever listen to our show? Uh, Not normally when I'm here, I don't. Oh, when you're not here, you listen, listen to the opener, and that's. that's you ever, uh, I've already heard it once, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, I get it. I think I'm boring too, Wes. I don't. I didn't say you were boring. <laughs> hey, I left my slap rattle at Swazi's oh. in that gig, but it did go good. Thanks for everyone that's coming. I think maybe Ma- that Mary took it. So no, I'm just kidding. I got a story about that show. What? Well, I was on my way. We were getting ready to go, my girl and I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rudy had texted me and said, are you going to the show? Fuck yeah, I'm going to the show. So uh, we were just getting ready to eat, and my lady uh, was making flatbread. In, yeah. Just in a, in, a, in, a, in a pan, and she flapped the flatbread in the pan. Oh, sh- thank you. Look at Sorry, flapped the flatbread. And, and shot hot oil into her eyes. Ugh. Yeah, she closed them at the very last second, but she had hot oil burns on her fucking, to this, look, well, they're just healing now. Hot uh, oil burns hot in her eyes. In her fucking eyes. Like, like directly, one, 98% of it went on her eyelids. Wow. A little bit here and a little bit there. She did not want to go to that show. Yeah, that's, no. that's, what, I, that's what I gathered as well. Yeah. I've had a lot of people who have done things. Yeah. To get out of my seeing my show, <laughs> and that is the that most. The prize. Yeah, that yeah. is a real commitment. Yeah, she had, she knows my comedy. She does. <laughs> she does. In order to go through that much trouble to stay away from it. Yeah. Thank you though. No, it was a good show, and uh, I hope your is your her eyes better. Your girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, immediately after. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awful. Yeah. Anyways, did mm. uh, did Rudy come over? I don't know. We didn't talk to him. Where'd you go to the hospital? Oh, I sent him a picture of her eyeballs, actually. And I said, we're not coming. And I sent a picture, and he's like, yeah, fair enough. So, Uh, did he come? No, he he didn't. Yeah. He didn't come. He was using me as an excuse. Yeah. When they're not going, then I'm not going. That's what it was. Your wife's move cost me like four people in the audience, so we're, (laughs) you're not getting paid tonight, is what I'm saying. Fair enough. That's it. He's docked. You know James That's Brown fair. used to t- James Brown used to say to his uh, band like yeah. find them as they're screwing if they screwed up he, he used to throw twenties at like throw yeah. signals like signals you're fine yeah. yeah and everyone quit because he was such a cheap prick he kept uh, buying like his girlfriend's diamond rings and yeah. fur coats and then these guys are getting nickel and dimed and like 
they end up owing him money at the end yeah. of the show. Yeah. yeah. I had a guy that I worked for a tree plant like that one time who like at the end of the at the end of the eight weeks of working for him, he was giving some people bills, you know? And you're like, what the f how does that work? <laughs> well, she didn't plant many trees. Uh, <laughs> that's fucked though. You gotta really hate your parents to plant trees for eight weeks and then pay a bill for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Um, anyways, uh, environmentally, I personally, uh, you know how they say, um, uh, like, Venice is uh, uh, flooding, right? So then some people are like, you know, Al Gore's right? And then uh, like everything, this is the end of times, you know? Venice is flooding. But am I kind of stupid here? But like, isn't Venice kind of one of the first places that would flood it's anyway? Be the first place to go. Yep. And, and then uh, what about like New Orleans too? They, that one was going to flood. Whether it's not, that's not that's not like really a climate change thing as much as it is like bad pl city planning. Bad urban urban planning. planning. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, I said I saw this thing about Venice too, and then they were like saying that there's a lot of these infrastructure things that they were gonna ha should ha had to improve, but they didn't. Yep. And then uh, this is how this resu resulted, or whatever, you know. Yep. And then, but they're kind of spinning it like it's a like, like a, a, in a coal mine. Kind yeah, of thing. like we're the yeah, first yeah, that'll yeah. be affected by it. Right. Now we're the first that are going to be affected by climate change. Right. So we're. Um, you know, like, you should be looking at us. But I'm like, I don't think that's really the case. You just are both in shitty land. Like, in Holland, they had, they were all, they made land that was, like, yeah. out of the ocean. Yeah. And then uh, they just build huge dikes. When, <laughs> right? when Phoenix starts flooding, that's when we got to start getting worried. Yeah. Yeah. I even think, <laughs> I'm going to start worrying when I see, like, once my house is, like, beachfront, yeah. <laughs> then I'll be like, it's hey, time to sell. Yeah. I think it'll never be higher. The price, yeah. you get beach rent. Hey, imagine that, Steve. Yeah, that's right. It's awesome. You're nowhere close to the beach right now. Nope. I also think that we live on a huge planet, right? Mm -hmm. Huge planet. <laughs> and then it's going to change. It's spinning through space. It's like uh, lots of shit could happen to it. You know, like it has, and we're only here for a little time. We don't know what part of the crazy shit that happens this spinning rock mm -hmm. we're going to get to see but anything could happen right it's cool and then uh if uh if like all of a sudden like uh one part of the planet becomes better to live than another another you can't live there at all then wouldn't you just move it's not the first time it would have happened yeah right? it's been changing for millions of years like if people only lived at, like in the equator before or whatever and then they're like, hey, we can live up here because it's not an ice age anymore. Or I know there's no people in the ice age, but you know what I mean. Like every once in a while, there's like people move where all you say you can live there and you couldn't before, yep. and then uh, and then pl some places you could live there and now you can't, like Chernobyl. Yep. Right? You can't yep. live there anymore. Yep. I don't think. And then uh, like you ruin some places, and then you just find other places. There's volcanoes bubbling up new land in other places, right? Isn't there? Yeah, Iceland's Absolutely. 18 million years old. It's and brand new. Is it, yeah, and still making new stuff, it's still right? still making new stuff. It's amazing. We were there a couple years ago. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's when you really feel like you're on a planet, right? Yeah. 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 Things are happening geologically. Yeah, yeah. I think that's cool yeah. as shit. Yeah, it is. It is. So, like, I don't want to litter. I don't want to, like, uh, you know, like, uh, do something irresponsible or anything like that. I just want to burn stuff. I I was, uh, my philosophy about climate change. Yeah. The the two worst things you could do for the earth is to have a kid, and to live past the age of sixty five. Really? The two worst things you could ever do. Because the longer, that's you're 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 lengthening your 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 footprint. carbon footprint timeline. Right. Oh, so you think you can use up your points, and then yeah. around sixty five, you're, you're done. Out. Yeah. Right. What do happens then? You gotta die. I don't know. I guess or move. Yeah, the Vikings used to just push old people yeah. off cliffs. Yeah. yeah. Really? Right that, was, that was a quick ending. Yeah. yeah. Right off the flat Earth. Yeah. Really, they would. Uh, will? Oh yeah, flat Earth. <laughs> they would push them off a cliff when they were got too off old. The edge of the Earth. <laughs> That's right. 
That's why. But if you're old and tough, you're gonna. They're like, I'm not pushing Frank. <laughs> like you can't walk anymore, and like I can't believe you've lived this all this yeah. Long, yeah, yeah, all the way yeah. to sixty. They're gonna kill Back that guy. In the Viking see, days, your carbon deal. footprint is just too long. Yeah, we can't yeah. feed this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. They gotta push him off a cliff. Yeah, yeah but now sixty-year-old people are like fit and like like they. Uh, I know. My dad's. He's in the sixties. He's healthier than me. He's yeah. Like Benjamin he, Button. He's like going in reverse that's now. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the it's people like that. Yeah, but I think we're gonna. I think when I turn sixty, I'm gonna be like that too. I think it's just getting that way. I think people are are figuring things out with nutrition and with like. Uh, supplements and with like uh, uh, vitamins and shit like that. And have less kids or live live less time or have less kids. Those, that's the only way the math's going to work. Because the people are the biggest causes of whatever? I believe in that. I like that. <clears throat> what if, I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. What if, because I had two kids, you know, now I'm feeling guilty. And, uh, <laughs> it's twice as many as I have. And then... Uh, uh, Steve's got like That's four. He hates the that. environment. And then, uh, but he's just littered the earth with his yeah. seed, you know? Yeah. He couldn't stop uh, putting it into his wife's uh, private womba. Right. Yeah. And then... Uh, so many holes to choose from, and that's the one he yeah. four times. Yeah, just put in her <laughs> belly button at the end. Good one. It's a classic. A gentleman. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. Small the back. <laughs> There's lots of places. Uh-huh. So... Uh, what was I saying? I started thinking about small the back. What was it? I was saying that we... Uh, you got two kids. I got two kids. So I should, I should, to make it up to the earth, murder two people. Yep. That sounds right. Right? Sounds now, this is a problem solver, okay? There's, you're never going to get people to stop fucking. People are still going to have babies. That's, you're making good points there. So... We also have to get rid of the old, old people, but we'll make sure that it's just like old and infirm, right? Mm-hmm. So now you take a guy who gets a girl pregnant or whatever, mm-hmm. you say, eh, that's gonna eat up your points, but if you murder one of these old people, you get your points back, right? <laughs> and so then- It can't be one-to-one though. I think you gotta kill more. More old people? Yeah. No problem. You have to kill two to get your points. There you go. Whatever it is. Like, you set it up accordingly. You make quotas or whatever. You can't just let them kill willy-nilly. You get a ticket. Right. You got a ticket to kill an old person. You go out kill it. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry I had a baby or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And then you're like, oh, you want to go on a trip to Jamaica to get married? Fucking kill three old people. <laughs> then go ahead. You can bring your whole wedding party, yeah. right? Sweet. Because it's going to cost a lot with planes and all that stuff. Coldplay wants to go on tour. <laughs> You better fucking hijack a bus on the way to a casino. <laughs> fucking mow those old people down. <laughs> right? That's what I think. That's a sound theory. Anyways, I think we're going to go with that. That is the Dutch Hall statement on, uh, on the environment, on climate change. Sorry, climate change. Thank that. you. I addressed it. And in order that I got stayed on task, we did Wes's draw. Mm-hmm. We did... Uh, Climate change, kind of. And now, Flat Earth. I will end the show with Flat Earth. Right? Flat Earth? Stupid. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. See you, NT. See you next Thursday. (laughs) Hit it, fellas.